0: Welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I'm your husband NGM Zach.
1: And I'm your wife and player Diana.
0: And this is series one, episode 54 of the Segranza campaign. How are you, my darling? I'm sick. I'm sorry.
1: Kids keep getting me sick. I know. I hate kids with their germs and they're sticky and it's gross. I'm sorry. I just got over being sick and now I'm sick again.
0: I am currently getting over having the flu for a week and lying in bed for, I was literally in bed for about three days and then the last two days I was like... A zombie. Yeah. Well, I was a little bit more lucid. Yeah, it was bad. So we're both sick. Can't catch any breaks.
1: Nope. Except that I'm starting my sickness as you're ending yours. Yeah, that's
0: true. I got put on and Now I feel better.
1: Yeah, I don't get that because that's not, I don't have the flu. I just have a stupid head cold because children are disgusting. They are disgusting and they like to be disgusting around me specifically. I'm sorry. Because I'm nice. Ugh.
0: (laughs) Ugh. I'm sorry that it's... I'm sorry.
1: I should just be meaner to them. Except except that kids are attracted to meanness. Talk to any mean teacher. Kids are attracted to it. There's some weird with kids. They really like mean people.
0: Yeah, because they think that mean teachers are treating them like adults. So they just gravitate towards it.
1: I wish I could ignore them like I do most adults. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick right now. I'm <laughs> so mad.
0: So uh, would playing our fantasy role-playing game help you be less mad?
1: We can try. We can certainly try. Of now acts just like one of my fifth graders, so we'll see.
0: <laughs> so... Last week, we left off, Consasau had gone to the stairs where, uh, as dusk set, the fighting had broken out in earnest. And
1: Could use of the word earnest, by the way.
0: Thank you. So managed to commune with the Immolator's powers and get them to leave on the promise that they would uh, be fed before daybreak. Mm-hmm. As they departed, Concecin heard this howling of winds coming from an alley a few blocks away. And what emerged from the dark of that alley was a two-meter-tall devil, its leathers and feathers uh, twirling about its body uh, as it walked hunched, almost uh, gorilla-like, on its knuckles each step sending this ripple through the ether as it stepped into the the town square at the foot of the stairs and the lights of the fires that had already been cast flickering off of it. What does Colsa Sound do?
1: I'm with Omen, right? Yes. I'm not with you. No, no. Because you was part of the other group. Uh, I think Colsa Sound utters an oh shit, like a very, very audible oh shit. Looks to Omen and asks him what to do.
0: Omen's eyes are wide, and he's a little, uh, his his mouth is a little bit open as he's staring at this scene. I think people like at the base of the stairs are noticing, and people at the very top who are facing into the city are Mm -hmm. noticing. But like a a good portion of the battle still has not seen this this huge thing. And Omen just goes, the that's the biggest devil I've ever seen.
1: Have you seen others?
0: No, no, I haven't. I haven't.
1: Okay, I have, but nothing like this. And I think she grabs her charm and she tries to talk to it, like she does the aura that is surrounding the emulators, emulators, emulators. Immolators. I'm going to get it right one day. I'm going to get it right on my first try one day. I will. <laughs> I will. So she's holding on to her um, charm, and I think she tries to talk to it, like tries to reach it, like she does with the immolators.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah, because this charm has been, th- like, these little black charms are frequently given out as protection from devils. Right. right? But that's usually onyx, is what... Does,
1: does she know... Conclusively, that hers isn't onyx.
0: Yes, she knows that hers is this m- this more magical substance called oversight That's right. it's like a it's like a mythic substance, the same way that uh, you know, the down. I was gonna say like mithril in <laughs> the like mithril is a thing in like the the <laughs> Nordic traditions, right?
1: I don't know, but it's in Lord of the Rings.
0: But yes, it, it's like this mythic substance that you don't see around anymore, right? But yeah, and yeah, you recognize yours as oversight now that uh, Averius told you.
1: Yeah. Okay. Since my conversation, I just wasn't sure because I can't remember. I have the awfulest memory. Um, Yeah. So I try. It's the only magic thing I really have. And I have such a limited understanding of spells and magics. I have some, but I have limited. Mm -hmm. Ooh, wait, stop. Can I use my well read? It is not the first time I've encountered this type of creature, but it is the first time I've encountered this creature.
0: Your spells and magics are Legends of Heroes Pasts and spells and magics, and right? And spells and magics, yeah. I think that a devil would fall under one of those. I agree. What's your question? My
1: question is, will my will my charm work? I mean, I have so many more questions, but I...
0: Yes. I think, I think you know. Well, why do you think your charm will work?
1: Because it's magical. I think I have a magical charm. It's magic. And it lets me talk to In- spirits, otherworldly things. Yeah. Maybe things of not this plain.
0: In the stories you've read, what makes you think that Oversight could be used to...
1: I think that the warriors of old often had their weapons... I think the word is like gilded, like designed with Oversight. It wasn't made out of Oversight, but it had like...
0: But it had like a gem encrusted hilt.
1: Yeah, it was like inlaid with it or something. Okay. And I think it made their weapons magical and those weapons are the ones that helped defeat the devils control okay. them i don't know how we want to phrase that but
0: okay we also know sephira is actually drives away devils yes so right. i guess the question is
1: maybe they grow together like in mines sephira and oversight or they used to that's the rumor they used to grow together interesting all right or maybe like if you leave sephira long enough it turns into oversight
0: these are all interesting theories. Yeah,
1: I have a lot of good ideas. <laughs> I'm full of them.
0: I think they su- they serve two different purposes. But oversight, at its core, allows you to communicate with things, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So what do you say to this devil?
1: I ask it why it's here. I'm not going to yell at it right away. It's much bigger and scarier than the fire auras, so okay. I'm just going to
0: ask why it's here. So when you when you speak with the oversight. Hmm. It is different somehow than when you speak normally.
1: Yeah, I assumed it was all telepathic.
0: It's like this telepathic speech? Yeah. Okay.
1: It's less about like forming actual words, but like getting an understanding. Like I just know, like I just send out this push of like, I wish to know why you're here. And then I just understand why it's here. Let Like there's no pictures, there's no sounds, there are no visible words in my brain. I just... Kind of no. well.
0: I think it needs it needs to still be communication, right?
1: I mean, there's effort. I'm like pushing a thought towards yeah. it, and then it's pushing a thought towards me. It's just mm-hmm. not like a word. I don't put it. I don't have to put it into words to okay. understand. Right. We would speak different languages. We wouldn't necessarily speak the same languages.
0: I think when you use oversight, you speak in the language of uh, the, the magic force. I like my idea better. With well, no I think they're words. compatible. Just, yeah,
1: pushing a thought. And then the thought is pushed
0: to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're compatible ideas. Yeah. I don't think they're, they're disparate.
1: That's another big word. You're using a lot of SAT words here, though.
0: So you ask okay. it what it's doing here. Yeah. This towering figure uh, takes a few more steps into the square, and it's the the ribbons about it are being buffeted in a wind that you can barely feel, but it turns to you. And behind its mask, it has two large, round, uh, glowing blue eyes. Mm -hmm. And it says, I am here for the slaughter.
1: Did someone ask you to be here?
0: It is now taking a few steps towards you. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's huge, like, muscular arms kind of like stepping into uh, the stone and that warp beneath its weight. Omin goes, it's coming this way. It's coming this way. And it goes, I go where I please.
1: Well, at least Messiah didn't send it. How do I convince this thing to fight on our side?
0: It goes, uh, the barrier was broken and I came.
1: Do you mean the wall?
0: Beneath these ribbons, you see teeth. Too many teeth. And a massive grin.
1: So I'm going to take that as yes. My bad. Sorry, Corpstown. I invited this. Either through my communication with Iberius or through blasting a giant asshole in the wall that's supposed to protect your town. I invited this in. Sorry. I really want to try and convince it to work for us, though. I go and say, If you help us, there will be plenty of slaughter. If you help us kill the correct people. And win this war... I can help feed you. She says that exactly like that. Like, I don't know. I guess that.
0: Okay. It stands over you now so that if you are trying to look into its glowing blue eyes, you are looking like you are craning your neck up. Yeah. Right? That's how tall two meters is, right?
1: Alexa, how tall is two meters? This might answer your question. Two meters is 6.56 feet.
0: That's not tall at all.
1: No, it's only slightly taller than you. Isn't a meter a yard? Isn't it around a yard?
0: Yes. Span?
1: So maybe make it 12 meters?
0: No. Four
1: meters? It's,
0: uh yeah, let's say it's four meters.
1: Because that's the height you actually meant?
0: Yeah. Maybe I should just not use the metric system. Maybe I should use uh, just the imperial system because I actually can you know understand that, that scale a little bit better. Yeah. It is about four meters tall. So it's about 15 feet tall. Um, so you are craning your neck up to mm-hmm. look at it. Yep. I think it like rolls its shoulders and it goes, I fight for no one, least of all a puny little thing like you.
1: Okay. Um. This, this is good. Because I'm now going to scream that it has to go away by the order of a various. I'm going to roll for it. I'm using my move.
0: Okay. Roll. I rolled a nine. Are you choosing one or am I choosing two?
1: No. I choose two or you choose right, one. Right, right, right. I am
0: going to choose two. Okay.
1: And I want you to remember that you made this
0: move. Okay.
1: So the force mostly just disperses, but vestiges remain. Okay. And the dispersal is temporary and could return at any moment. And I'm just mad at you. So if I die, I just want you to remember that you created this move. And if I die because of this devil, it's your fault.
0: So you shouted leave by the order of Averius?
1: Yeah, something like that
0: the charm in your hand glows with this blackish light and the light pierces through uh, the devil and it stumbles back um, and fades. Uh, and as it's fading, I think it its force on the the ground, like those stones that were warping, like it no longer is having an effect on them. Mm-hmm. And it looks up at you, and as it as it fades beneath the light, it says, um, You dare use Averius's name on me, you puny thing. I will find you. And then it becomes translucent, and then it becomes, like, air. Okay. And Omin, you suddenly feel his hand on your shoulder, and he is pushing you mm-hmm. forward because you are coming under the barrage of arrows. What do you do?
1: I allow him to move me forward.
0: Uh, he shoves you and the two of you hit the ground as these arrows come down um, and they are falling all about you.
1: Mm-hmm. Are we going to have a rolling scene where I roll sexily with Omen on the floor to avoid the shower of arrows? Yes. The answer is yes. I'm going to use Dex to avoid danger. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to do it with him. I super do it. I super do it. It's a really sexy slow motion scene where we're rolling right, and then we quick roll left, and then we're rolling, and we're hugging, and we're face to face, and it's beautiful. While these That arrows, does not
0: sound sexy at all. All
1: these arrows come around us. You clearly have not watched movies like Zorro. Zorro?
0: Yeah, no, you're How right. How do you say that? I haven't seen any movies like Zorro.
1: <laughs> Zorro. <laughs> Zorro. I fixed it. I fixed it. Listen, you haven't seen any action romance movies. That's I, always what I've
0: happens. S- I've seen lots of action romance movies, first Boosh. of all, and it's not sex- like th- It is sexy. That scene is always done for comedic effect.
1: No, it is not. It's done for build It's not always done for comedic effect. Mm. It's done for building the tension between the two because there's always that awkward moment who's gonna get up first are they gonna kiss are they gonna get up with no no comment the
0: only movie that does that to princess bride does it princess that as oh no i wasn't gonna say princess bride the only one that does it sexily is stardust
1: Stardust does do it.
0: Stardust does it sexily. Everyone else does it for comedic effect. Boosh! And what you just described is comedic. Y'all sprinting all around, rolling around, it's like rom- crazy. I mean, His arrows are falling.
1: It's action, and then it's romantic. I can't believe that you... Uh, this is a car conversation.
0: <laughs> what does that mean? It means
1: that I have you trapped in a vehicle, and you can't leave me while I yell at you for a while. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a car conversation.
0: So, yes, though. Uh, Owen pushes you forward the two of you hit the ground uh arrows fall where you guys just were i think we get like the scene where sound looks up sees more arrows coming where they are and she pushes omen and then she's on top of omen as more arrows fall mm-hmm. and yeah ends up uh sounds on top of omen uh arrows fell another volley is about to in- come in and you can hear uh boots clashing towards you
1: we gotta go we gotta go we gotta find the other um, emulators we gotta go
0: to your nods, there's only one left in the city. This yeah. is where the big fight is.
1: Yeah. Isn't there one left in the in the big fight?
0: No, no. You got everybody... On
1: the outskirts? Yeah. Did I?
0: Yes. You've oh. gotten every emulator. There might be one back, like, on the other side of the city, oh. if that first emulator was telling you the truth.
1: Oh, I messed it up. All right.
0: You've gotten essentially... You've, you've pretty much gotten every emulator. Okay. Like, one might still be a problem, but...
1: We're just going for the fight now. You would
0: be leaving the big battle.
1: Right. For one dude. So I could do that. I could do that
0: to you. You could do that to me.
1: You (laughs) look so angry. I'm not going to do that.
0: You could do it to me if that is what you decided to do.
1: No. What I am going to do is try looking for Evaristo.
0: Ooh. All right. Why don't you discern reality? That is
1: literally the point. That was mission number one. Mission number two is to kill Messiah. Right. She's actually the only person I want to die. Everybody else is a casualty in her horrible, horrible war. And it's all her fault if they die.
0: Roll this for We have done nothing this episode. <laughs>
1: That's la- not true. I did a lot of stuff.
0: That's true. I did
1: a lot of stuff. You did Don't one me- thing. Listen, I, d- I did two things. We had a romantic roll and I got rid of a de- devil. I rolled an eight. So I get to ask a single question. Mm-hmm. Which is fine because it's always and forever will be. What should I be on the lookout for?
0: Well, that's sort of a hard question because you're on the lookout for Evaristo, right? Right. So,
1: do you need me to change my question?
0: um, Maybe I. I feel like I need something more specific. Like, what are you looking for?
1: Him. Yes. Trail of him. Like some 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 cookies that he dropped from his pocket in the woods when he was being taken by the witch i mean i, I guess know. i'd
0: say that you should be on the lookout for uh, well, if a, you're
1: not going to give me a real answer i'm going to change my
0: question no no i am i i'm trying to give you a real answer okay.
1: well no if you can't if you can't give me like a really useful answer then i'm going to change my question is what i'm saying
0: i think you should be on the lookout for like a holding area okay somewhere that mesia would keep people close by but under tight lock okay Right, because this is a camp. This is their base of operations Right. for the blockade. So you need to look... You are. You need to be on the lookout for that.
1: I think I share that sort of information with Omen. It's not really information. It's just like, we need to be looking for this. So I share that with Omen. And we start looking. Okay. We're probably going to stick to like, maybe the outskirts of the battle. Probably not going to get right in the middle of
0: You've it. You've already been seen. Yeah, no. By Okay. So I have drawn a doodle of the map. Um, so basically, there is this huge semicircle-like um, entrance to Corpse Town at the base of the stairs. Mm-hmm. It, uh, like at its widest, it's about uh, like a hundred feet across. Okay, set up about fifty feet or so, almost like in the center. There's this large barricade. There's, like, all these um, uh, stone barricades and horses. Uh, uh, like, I don't know what they're called.
1: Uh, the Xs? what wooden X thing? Yeah.
0: Blocking off about half of that semicircle, which is where the city guard has made their camp. And there's another at the top of the stairs, maybe, like, 15, 20 feet mm-hmm. at the top of the stairs. So there's this huge... City guard encampment mm-hmm. at the base of the stairs, and there's a large clash happening at the top of the stairs and mm-hmm. at the like on the stairs. Mm-hmm. And at the base of the stairs, there's some of your fighters and some of Root's fighters clashing. And then at the edge of that semicircle where you are, there's like houses and buildings and alleys and streets.
1: I'm sticking with my original plan. I'm gonna. Retreat, air quotes, retreat back into the city, lose the guards that are following me so that I can get a better, better vantage point and see if I can find this whole holding area. Because there are houses on the sides.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. There are a bunch of city guard chasing after you. Yeah. And you are ducking back into the streets?
1: Yeah, because I have a knoll who knows his way around to Corpstown very well. All right. I will order him to do his thing.
0: All right. I rolled to 12. All right. So what do you say?
1: i need to say it i think he just kind of knows that we need to shake these guards and find a better vantage point
0: he doesn't know what you're looking for though
1: i already told him that i'm looking for we're looking for a holding cell sort of situation in oh, the camp right. i already had that conversation with him um but then these guards are coming at us so we just i think have that moment where we look at each other and start running he grabs my hand he leads me away
0: yeah he he goes uh come with me and he starts running back into the streets and he runs down an art dark alley and leads you down it. And you guys uh, take a few turns and get to a, like a fire escape style ladder that leads to a rooftop. Mm-hmm. And he starts climbing up. Yeah, follow him. Okay. I don't know if shook the guards with that move. You just found a route, right?
1: He's hidden route wise.
0: Mm, okay. Then, Specifically
1: in your handwriting.
0: Yeah. Uh, you get to the top of this.
1: Maybe it's like a, a hidden fire escape.
0: Yeah, it's, like, a, um, I think he took you down, like, just, like, this street that was, like, overrun with, like, trash and stuff and mm-hmm. ducked behind a stall, like, a, a shopping stall. Right. And and found this, this it, like, hidden stairwell. And, yeah, you guys get to the top of this uh, building and you can see City Guard, like, rushing underneath. You can see Duarte and Diego's... Squads Mm -hmm. like coming into the city square and starting to clash with people on either ends. Mm -hmm. And there's this massive battle unfolding uh, in the streets below.
1: I'm looking for a camp. Okay. Inside of their camp.
0: All right. uh, Roll discern realities. uh, Take plus one since you know what you're looking for.
1: Okay. I got a 10. So what here is useful or valuable to me.
0: So from up here, you can see this small tent that's set up behind the barricade, pretty near the stairs, uh, almost like directly at the base of the stairs in the, like, the northern corner of their their setup. Mm-hmm. And you can see that it is heavily guarded. There's a lot of guards like pacing around the outside of this tent. Mm-hmm. I think the... Flaps of the tent are like tightly tied. Okay, it's not like a it's not like a chain link thing, but mm-hmm. it's like no one is coming in or out of this area. Mm-hmm. But there, it's heavily guarded and it's enclosed.
1: Okay, and it's heavily guarded. Mm-hmm. Plus, the barricade itself is heavily guarded.
0: Yes, but the uh, other forces are currently like clashing at the barricades.
1: Because I rolled a ten on that discern realities, mm-hmm. could we use these questions? That I have for creating a plan.
0: Sure. Yeah. Okay. So one que- we'll, we'll do one question for you find the tent.
1: Okay. So then I get two questions to kind of like help figure out my plan. Mm-hmm. Um. Do I have to ask the questions here that are on the list or can I kind of just ask? Yes. More spe- okay. What here is useful or valuable to me? If I'm trying to create a plan to get to that tent and out of that tent, what here is useful or valuable to me?
0: omen who is hidden root right wise mm-hmm. the chaos that's going on around you mm-hmm. i think that's it i don't know do, do, can you think of anything that could potentially be of, of value or use
1: i mean are the guards on like a, a route are they taking like so I have to, this is all relevant, I promise. I have to proctor tests. Sometimes it's the SAT when I was at the high school. Um, Now it's the PSSA at the elementary school and there are different rules. And often I have to walk up and down the aisles. And I find myself doing that in a pattern. And I think people who are on like guard duty tend to do stuff in patterns.
0: I think in normal situations, they would be doing that. In the midst of a battle, they're not. They're pretty much just like, stationed uh like periodically around the tent and maybe taking like five steps one way five steps another way pacing maybe a little bit but Mm -hmm. not terribly much
1: so they're basically at the four corners of the tent yeah what here is not what it appears to be
0: you don't see messia i don't know how that's helpful
1: but that just makes me feel like she's in the tent.
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't know how else to answer your... Yeah. I, I mean... Yeah. Otherwise, there's a big battle going on, and there's a POW tent, and that's what it appears to be, and that's what it is.
1: Okay. So, I think Omen and Cosação are kind of looking at the plan, looking at the... Or trying to come up with a plan, looking at the guards, trying to find a way in, possibly trying to use some of the chaos... Maybe creating a distraction on either side of the tent to distract those guards so that we could get in from the side, maybe. Okay. For once we get past all the defenses, we'll have to create distractions. I have a question. Yes. This is mechanical. Okay. I asked the immolator's auras to go away. Can mm-hmm. I ask them to come back? Um. Better question. Can I have it? Can I have the power to start fires?
0: No. Okay.
1: I think after a while and after some conversations and some planning, um, they decide it's time to go down and just do it. If we're going to die, might as well go out in a blaze of glory, saving our friends and another potential love interest. (laughs) So um, we're checking out the scene to make sure it's safe before we get off the roof. Oh, wait, no, better. Can we travel by roof?
0: Yes, I think that'll be risky and difficult, but I think you could if you're trying to like...
1: Get as close as possible mm-hmm. by roof.
0: Yeah, I think you could very potentially get to the other side by rooftops. Mm-hmm. It's going to be its own set of challenges, but yeah, I think that's potentially possible. We do it. In order to do that first, let's see if Omen knows a way to do that.
1: Okay. He sort of knows a way. <sighs> I rolled an eight.
0: Okay. So uh, when y- uh, when it- they
1: do their thing mm-hmm. on a seven to nine, they do it, but there's an unforeseen consequence, cost, or limitation. Ask the GM what.
0: Well, this area would probably be pretty heavily damaged by the fire fights of the previous days, and it would probably be pretty heavily patrolled since this has all been the city guard's base of operations for the past couple days. Right. So. I think Omin nods. And he goes, "Yeah, I know a way to get there. Come on, follow me." And you guys start. Uh, he he starts uh, making his way like across the alleys. The streets are a little more difficult, but he knows areas where the streets are, are narrower and where there are like small bridges. Mm-hmm. You get to a place where there is like a pretty significant gap Mm -hmm. and uh omen takes a running jump and jumps over it okay uh and waves to you to follow
1: i do the same thing
0: all right uh defy danger plus dex
1: okay you get this look on your face when you're like oh i hope she dies now
0: i that has never been my thoughts or feelings if sound died now this would have been 54 episodes For sound to die falling off a building.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you still get this face, you're like, ooh, maybe she'll get hurt. You get like your eyebrows come together. (laughs) Just a little bit. I rolled a thirteen.
0: Oh shit. Okay, I mean I did it. You fly through the air with the greatest of ease.
1: Yeah. I'm a ballerina. I was gonna curse really loudly, but I censored myself. Oh, okay. For you for your baby ears.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. Sound leaps across.
1: Gracefully. And, yes. with, and with the elegance of a dancer,
0: <laughs> and Omen is already running. He's in love.
1: He falls just a little bit more in love.
0: All right, yeah. And so
1: do the stars.
0: Do we? Should we start like doing a? <laughs> do these characters need a love stat?
1: No. <laughs> that's probably no. something
0: we should have done. Yeah,
1: absolutely. With all of the love interests I've called out year. Oh, over my God, the, yes. Year,
0: Anytime you do a 10 plus in front of a potential love interest. They
1: fall a little bit more in love with they me. They
0: score plus one love.
1: Yeah, obviously. Oh it's too God. late now, though.
0: Well, we could implement it for Endgame.
1: Maybe. Well, it would be Omin, though, because I've just spent more time with him. Yeah, that's true. I have to spend more time with the others. Yeah. Mating, you and I had a, a scary moment getting high and then seeing a devil. I've won Evaristo over. He hated me, but now he loves me and he's madly in love with me. And he's pining for me in this POW camp. Just going, oh no, Constance, where are you? And Omen is like, I'm not worthy. You're so elegant. You Uh, leap so well.
0: And he is running. And as he's running, um, a door opens up in uh, like a hut. Yeah. uh, On the roof Mm -hmm. top. And, uh, I think like three city guard members pour out, Mm -hmm. uh, and they are like just in front of Omen. What do you do?
1: I bust out my, where's my character sheet? I don't have my bow and arrow anymore. You don't? Nope. That got destroyed in the fire. Oh. I forgot about
0: that. I forgot about that too. Until I just
1: looked at it. But I have a dagger. I claimed it from one of the guard I killed. Um, Violetta? No, it wasn't Violetta's dagger. She didn't have a dagger. Yeah, she did. Oh, then I stole her dagger.
0: That's a fancy dagger.
1: Yeah, I'm going to throw it. <laughs> I'm throwing it at the first one I see. Okay. As I pull out my rapier. I'm, it's a very cool double-handed movement of throwing a dagger and pulling out a rapier. I'm very badass with the elegance of a dancer.
0: Okay. Uh, roll volley.
1: Okay. Got
0: an eight. Okay. So that, that's not terrible.
1: No, it's not. It could have been better. I could have rolled better, Um, but I didn't.
0: You throw this dagger that is not a throwing dagger. No, it's not. uh, So it is off weight, but it does go flying, and it hits this uh, this city guard who's just like barreled out of the door. And deal your damage.
1: I will. You can't stop me. I did three damage. We just played Dungeon World um, at the live show with a character that I dealt, like, four dice of damage every time I hit somebody. And I just had to stop myself from doing that with sound. She's not a strong woman, and I need to remember that. Yeah. I need to remember that she is not a strong woman. She's a well-defended woman, but she's not a strong one.
0: All right, yeah, that dagger flies, uh, and I think it hits this soldier uh, in his... Uh, it like cuts into his leather armor, uh, covering his chest, and he just keeps barreling forward. And he raises a shield and he slams it into Omen mm-hmm. and knocks Omen like Omen goes flying backwards and hits like falls on his back. Uh, deal one d six damage to Omen. Four. Uh,
1: okay. I have not stopped running. I never okay. said that I did. BT jumps. I'm now in front of him, blocking him with my body.
0: All right, are you defending him? Yeah. All right. Uh, roll to defend. I failed. You if failed. I'm, if I'm doing the roll
1: defend, can I? Well, yeah. I rolled each die individually because I was rolling it like it was a defend, like a like a block, like my armor. You know what I mean? Oh. I messed up my roll, but I'm not. I I would ask to re-roll, but I feel like that would be unfair. So. Do
0: you just want to re-roll and ask? Can I do to, that? Uh,
1: yes. It was worse. I still failed. (laughs) That's karma. That's karma. I failed to defend him. But there are three of these guards up here?
0: Yes. Uh, I'm
1: challenging him to a duel after he deals whatever damage he's supposed to deal to me.
0: So this first guy knocked Omen down. You try to get in between them. I think another soldier comes out with a crossbow, fires a bolt, I think hits you for 1d6 damage.
1: Okay. He hits me for three damage.
0: Minus whatever armor you have.
1: I am going to challenge Shield Man to a duel, just him and I, and I'm going to call him out for being a coward, for letting his friend fight his battles for him, and he should fight me like the man he thinks he is, Shield Man, or are you a Shield Maiden? Ugh. That's
0: a bad taunt, because Shield know, Maidens they kick were bad. ass. <laughs> I know,
1: I know, Shield <laughs> Maidens are awesome. I'm aware. Lagatha is my favorite person on the planet, even though I stopped watching Vikings, because Ragnar was my love.
0: He was an awful person, but he was my love. So there's three of them. You just challenged the first one to a duel. Yes. You you do have a crossbow bolt sticking out of you. Yeah. Okay.
1: Not the first time I've had one. I do a very badass, (laughs) and cut it in half, so it's not sticking out so bad. It is a crossbow bolt, though, so I can take it out.
0: Yeah, also for three damage or however much it wouldn't be sticking out of you, it probably yeah just grazed you just or if it is punching my mic that's or, a good idea
1: or if it is sticking out of me it's really just the tip that's actually touching me and the rest is like my leather armor oh or yeah whatever
0: so um, i do
1: a cool movement and then it like falls away i'm like well that's not as cool
0: okay i think
1: i'm unguarding him i'm using my moves
0: GM, I, i'm proud of you I'm using it my... only took 54 episodes
1: i use them <laughs> i use them
0: I think this guy laughs uh, and turns to the other two and draws a sword. I think he goes, uh, "We're bringing you back to Messiah, alive or dead."
1: You know she wants me alive, and you can certainly try.
0: Uh, he's gonna charge.
1: What is Omen doing?
0: Uh, Omen is scrambling to get up. Okay. Actually, I think he would have got. Yeah, he would have gotten up by okay. now.
1: Because we're such good friends, I know that he's planning a way to just escape from this situation and he's going to take me with him. Just so you know, that's what's going on in his head. Because while Shield Man is attacking me, I am going to use his momentum against him. And I'm going to stab him in the taint. (laughs) I'm going to stab him in the taint. He's going to run at me. He's charging me. I'm going to drop to my knees. I'm going to use my this to to go right under his taint. (laughs) I'm cutting it. Using his momentum.
0: We had so many great combat episodes yeah. that involved you just not trying to do this to yeah. people. I'm not um,
1: trying to get his taint. I'm just going to use his momentum against him. That is the objective. And if I have to be on the ground to do that, I'm going for the undercarriage. Well, <laughs> it doesn't usually have plate armor. Like, I don't feel like this is I don't feel like it's actually that ridiculous. It's, it's not guarded
0: it's the most ridiculous actually <laughs> because it, it it doesn't play in i'm not going to discount their armor because you're going for their tank. I know
1: but like legit like logistically right when you were wearing plate armor these guys aren't even wearing plate armor You're
0: right that's why every war in the they history of medieval warfare was just people trying to get under one another for 3 days at a time just crawling like on their bellies
1: historians of the internet can you please provide me with any examples of people being injured in the taint during ancient warfare
0: any sword manual that that lists that as a move i will concede
1: i don't need it as a sword manual i need someone historically who has been injured in the taint i want to know if this is a real thing i feel like it is I just feel like legit. I don't play with swords though, so I don't know. And I don't do warfare. I just feel like it makes sense. The crook of your elbow doesn't have like your, what? What is it? This? this is your crook, right? The inside of your elbow, mm-hmm. right? That doesn't have armor. Like the back of your knees doesn't have armor. I feel like your junk under your junk doesn't have armor, and I feel like those are vulnerable spots that you can hit.
0: Okay. So can you can you describe your move for me again? I
1: don't know yet. Like I'm gonna use his momentum as leverage and gain the upper hand with it. So I don't know, maybe like duck a little so he rolls over me. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. Like he tumbles over the side of the building. I don't know how close I am. I don't
0: know. Okay. It depends
1: on how well I roll. I know it's story it's not first. not how the game works. I know, I know it's we story played first.
0: played 55 hours this game. I know it's game. story
1: first. I know it's story first, but I, but I, but I don't know. It dep- if I roll a 14, I get to stab him in the taint and he falls off the building. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm going to roll.
0: Okay, roll.
1: I scored an 11. I stab (laughs) him in the taint and he falls off the building. I mean, I don't know what my damage is to him yet. I just successfully did my move. Well, it
0: sounds like you stab him in the taint and then he falls off the building is what it sounds like. No.
1: uh, No. I duck my shoulder and he rolls over me. And Omen because Omen's behind me. So maybe I twisted my body. He like rolls over me.
0: Deal your damage and don't forget your extra damage for exterminatus.
1: No, I didn't call Exterminatus. You didn't? No. I called on guard. I don't do Exterminatus. I'm not going to do Exterminatus um, until I get to Messia. Because if I don't defeat that person in that battle, I have a negative when I fight anybody else at all, ever, until I beat that person. It's going to be useful when I fight Messia, but there's Mm. a huge draw side that I'm not interested in right now. Okay. I did four damage.
0: You use this guy's momentum against him and you throw him behind you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do that duck and flip thing. yeah, Uh, And you manage to cut him with your rapier as he flies through the air and slams his back on the ground. I think you overestimate Omin's willingness to run from a fight.
1: I think so, too.
0: And I think he starts running towards one of the other ones. Okay. Um, And you cannot help him. Until you defeat this first guy.
1: That's correct, because then I would be breaking it, and he would have a plus one against me.
0: Yeah. So I think as Omen runs towards these other two, we will cut there with the two of you, like, back-to-back facing these city guard members on either side of you as the city burns behind you. Um,
1: If we can defeat them, we're taking their armor and using that as a disguise to get in, I'm just saying.
0: um, That's a great idea. Yeah so yeah i think we will end there no
1: one got stabbed in the taint (laughs) you hate it so much so much you hate it so much
0: we were just we had we had so many good episodes before (laughs) this one and then this one happened so thank you so much for joining us this week uh, we want to give a few special thank yous. I know we thanked people last week for coming out for the live episode, but now we actually did the live episode Yay. and it was so much fun. Thank you so much to everyone who came out and saw us and supported us. It was great. Uh, it was awesome getting to hang out with all of the other uh, amazing podcasters that were out for the day. And uh, we managed to raise over $700 for the Headstrong Foundation and it's really wonderful, and we were so happy to be a part of it.
1: It was so wonderful meeting fans face-to-face and getting to be a part of other podcasts, uh, live shows, and just really that cool, cool atmosphere was awesome. So yeah. thanks.
0: Diana played Pasión de los Pasiones with uh, the Pod of Love crew. Yeah. So be sure to keep an eye- ear out for that episode. Uh, hopefully it will come out soon.
1: Pasión de los Pasiones might be my new favorite game, and it's not even like I know we talked about it in the PAX retrospective, but it's not even like full out yet. I cannot wait. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, it's very good and I need to play it very badly.
1: Oh my God, you haven't yet, I just realized. Yeah. So good.
0: So uh, want to give a special thank you to Zach B, our editor without whom the show would not get made. Thank you.
1: Um, We want to give a special shout out to In Love With A Ghost for the use of their song Chilling At Nemo's Place for our intro and outro. You can find us on iTunes, at HeartPointsPod. Um, please rate and subscribe to us. Leave us a five-star review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you think Constance should do. Who's her love interest? Where should she go? Who should she marry? Or maybe, is it herself? Who knows? Find out. In the next episode. <laughs> or seven.
0: You can find us on Twitter at Heartpoints pod we love to hear from you and if you mention us on er, if you spread the good word of Heartpoints throughout the twitter verse we might mention you on the show we got some amazing artwork from futura at futura libre uh our i think our first concession fan art and it's fantastic and it makes me very happy exciting uh want to give a shout out to dev presto me my spouse and a die Lauren Bryant Monk at JL underscore nice girl want to give a shout out to at echo located who saw us at the show and talked to us afterwards and we had a really great conversation and they were very kind
1: um, we're on Facebook as well but that's not really important what is important is that you go into the new year with a clear conscience and it's a good heart March yeah it's February first of all oh you're right second of all it doesn't matter the new year can start whenever you want it to in your heart
0: that's that's very true
1: it's February don't get too ahead of yourself there sir (laughs) Valentine's Day oh find someone you love it doesn't have to be a person it can be a pet and like it doesn't have to be romantic love because that's overrated anyway so just take take this month take this time to remember the people that you appreciate appreciate them and share that appreciation with them Valentine's Day (laughs) I love it do not spend a thousand dollars on a stupid dinner either that's dumb Write the people you love a nice letter. Spend some time with your grandma. None of us spend enough time with our grandmas.
0: Thank you so much for joining us this week. We hope you had a great time. (laughs) Being yelled at. (laughs) We hope that you come back next week. Please come back next week. Uh, And in the meantime, have a very nice day.
1: But like a very, very nice one.